No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. So, you are tuned in to Break It Down with Brian H. This is going to be different. You know why? Because usually I start off with the WWE. Um, but before I get there, because I'm not starting off with them this week. Because wrestling has just been so good, but not right there. So, make sure you are following the Wrestling Realm at Wrestling Realm on Twitter. Make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel. If this is your first time here, click below. Hit the subscribe button. If you're on the podcast platforms, you know, make sure you are Subscribe, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or Podbean. And guess what? If you have all those, you could be paid, get paid to listen to my show by just simply hitting, going to Podcoin and getting paid to do so. So, ladies and gentlemen, AEW, this past Saturday, you know, yes, I did have a post-show, but there's been things that have developed since then. Um, If you look at the screen, you may see the three letters, M-O-X, stands for MOX, which is short for Moxley, John Moxley, former WWE Grand Slam champion. That is, he's held the WWE Championship, the Intercontinental, the United States, the tag team titles, all of these titles John Moxley, when he was Dean Ambrose in the WWE, he held all of them. And now is official. He is in AEW. Uh, he showed up this past Saturday after Chris Jericho defeated Kenny Omega and hit him with a DDT. I'm going to call it the double arm DDT because I'm not sure if he's going to call it the dirty deeds. But nonetheless, it is official after, you know, like I said, doing that show, doing a post show with the real Dwayne Allen, my brother, the co-host. Um, we didn't know if he was signed yet, but he is officially signed. Tony Khan said he signed John Moxley. He said Moxley approached him when he was able to, after his contract was up, said this is where he wanted to be. What does this mean? One, we get to see John Moxley be John Moxley. Now, I saw a little bit of his stuff when he was in CZW. Um, you know, shout out to my boy Blake, was telling me about, you know, just... The way he was. And everybody knows CZW is a ultra-violent company. Um, but we saw John Moxley there. When I saw John Moxley, I saw, like, you know, the blood, gory, all that stuff. But now, he's in AEW. AEW has said they're going to be, you know, not necessarily PG. You know, if it's wrestlers violent, so they're going to get violent. We get to see him now do what he does. Now... I gotta give him credit, and, you, and uh, shout out to Will Mahoney uh, from the Big Gold Belt Podcast. He let it be known that you know to say he didn't get chances or whatever to be a star is absolutely asinine, and not not Will's words. That's my interpretation, but it's it's the truth. Moxley, when he was Dean Ambrose, had the opportunity to be the biggest star in the company. It's just that when you really look at it, that didn't fit. This seems like more of a fit for him. Something that's going to be wrestling's alternative, and he has declared war. So that's what I'm looking forward to see. Will there be a war between AEW and the WWE? 
only time will tell. Um, of course, you know, I'm not ready to say that they're competition, but I will say for wrestling fans, we win. We are getting an alternative product. We're getting something else. And that's all we've been asking for since 2001. Yes, we do have DNA or Impact. Um, we also have... Excuse me. We also have New Japan Pro Wrestling. We also have Ring of Honor uh, um, Wrestling. Ring of Honor can be regional. Some places get it. Some places do not. Impact Wrestling tend to change the channel on you a few times. New Japan isn't as easily accessible. They're getting better for us in the United States, but it's not as easily accessible. This is what I want to see. Now we have a major network in Turner. And we have the USA going head up. Well, obviously, it's not at the same time, folks. I know that. But you have these two major networks. So this is what's going to be interesting. Seeing these two teams, uh, seeing these two companies, you know, kind of trade jabs back and forth. We saw this past week, and I'll get into it later. Sami Zayn mentioned AEW on WWE programming. We saw what, you know, Moxley, his post-promo, um... You know, the internet, the YouTube video. If you didn't check it out where he, you know, said this is war. So the cuffs are no longer on him. We're going to get to see him be who he can be. So it's time for the top rope. Going up to the top rope. It's time for this week's top rope segment of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the top rope this week. Is Cody versus Dustin. Um, by far, one of the best matches I've seen all year. Uh, if you ask me my top three, it's Kofi versus Daniel Bryan, Cody versus Dustin, AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. Those are my favorite three matches. Yes, I know, folks, there were some great matches at some of the NXT pay-per-views. Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano for one. But, I mean, just the storytelling in this one from start to finish... Um, just some of the little things. I went back and I watched this match again. So I watched it live, but I had to go back and watch it again. And, you know, something as simple as when Dustin was getting ready to do, look like the Shattered Dreams, how Cody was able to remove the ropes from, un I mean, remove the turnbuckle right there. And I'm pretty sure somebody's done that before, but it's the little things, you know, Dustin doing everything he could to put his little brother away, but he couldn't. Brandy Rhodes getting involved. Letting, like, look, you may be my brother-in-law, but that's my husband. And I'm going to do what I got to do to help him win. And then getting her removed. So she was in the match involved, but not too long. I mean, this match was just phenomenal. But can we talk about how it started? Cody coming out there with the chair the smoke is the uh with the skulls and he said it wasn't a shot at triple h as more of it was a shot to say i'm not done wrestling i'm not gonna wear a corporate suit only time I'm gonna tell but like i said this is my top rope this week i'm excited to see what happens with aew i cannot wait until we get Cody and on a regular basis, you know, Cody, and then after the match, Cody Ver Rose, or say Cody and Dustin Rose will take on the Young Bucks at their next big show. So I can't wait for that. I really can't wait until um, they get on weekly programming because I think that's going to be good. Um, just having an alternative product. But let's get into it. WWE, man, this week. So 
One thing that was very interesting was Brock Lesnar coming out there teasing Seth Rollins and Kofi Kingston again. Uh, he went out there and said, look, um, you know, he said he was going to make his announcement. But when Paul Heyman started reading over the rules and the guidelines for the money in the bank contract, and then he said a year, and you saw Brock Lesnar's like, say, wait a minute. And then he said, I got a year to cash this in, and he slapped Paul Heyman with the papers. It was phenomenal because people are saying, well, why would he? Why doesn't Brock know that? Think about this, folks. Why would Brock know? He's been WWE Universal Champion or WWE Champion, so there's no reason for him to know anything about the details of the money in a bank contract. After all, he's part-time. He only comes to the show when he has to work. He doesn't know the rules of the Intercontinental title or the King of the Royal. He probably barely knows the Royal Rumble winner rules. All right, I'm exaggerating there because he won one. But the Money in the Bank is a briefcase he's never held before. It made total sense for him not to know. So guess what? It didn't bother me one bit. I thought it was hilarious. Um, I thought it was hilarious that he was out there uh, bopping to the music and whatnot. So this is going to be fun. I'm interested to see where they go with this. Um... But Brock is Brock, man. But I'm going to go ahead and take my first break. Let you know how you can get paid to listen to this show. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoy listening to Break It Down with Brian H. Y'all know, not only do I do a podcast, but I also consume a lot of podcasts. Um, chances are that if you're listening to my show, I'm listening to yours too. But this is where I'm listening. I'm actually listening on PodCoin. Did you know you could actually get paid just for listening to this podcast, I know it sounds insane, but it's actually true. Just discovered this app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works. You listen to podcasts, and you earn PodCoin while you listen. Then you turn that PodCoin in for gift cards at places like Amazon or Starbucks. Or if you're a good person, you can even donate that PodCoin to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. So here's what you do. Download the app right now on iPhone or Android, and I have a special code for you. Simply use the code Realm, and you will get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. And if you listen to enough of us on there, you could get a cappuccino at Starbucks or an Amazon gift card on us. So go ahead and go listen to this podcast on, or virtually any podcast on PodCoin. Sign up with the code Realm. I swear it'll change how you listen to podcasts. And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure you are downloading PodCoin to your product. So if you listen to this podcast, why not get paid for it? And guess what? For a limited time, you get extra points for listening to my show. So thanks for all my supporters out there. Thank you for listening. So let's get right into it. Back, um, Roman Reigns. So we know we're going to see Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon coming up. But shout out to my boy Lance Onawai, who was on Monday Night Raw this week. If you go on the Wrestling Realm YouTube channel, you will see an interview that I had with Lance years ago. So make sure you check that out. This was. Man, back when um, you know I was kind of getting started with this Wrestle Realm stuff, and Lance was here in Maryland at Maryland Ch- was MCW Pro Wrestling at the time it was Maryland Championship Wrestling. So um, I've been, you know, me and you know Lance have been cool since what 2012. Been a huge fan, uh, 
huge fan of his, so definitely glad to see him on Monday Night Raw. But um, he took on Shane McMahon, and then he got beat up afterwards, and um, Roman came to save the day, and the thing they're going with is just beating up um, Roman's family, and, you know, Shane McMahon talk about all the mistakes that Sika made, uh, Roman's father, and Vince McMahon covered up for him, so I thought that was interesting, bringing the family dynamics, you have two powerful families, the McMahon family and the Anawai family, bring them in together. I like the interesting twist that they take have taken with this storyline. Um, this past Tuesday on SmackDown, we saw him come out and tease again, and then our truth got involved. Or I, so I didn't watch SmackDown. I was on Rolling with Ramos. So make sure you check out that show. But as I was going through the highlights, I saw that our truth was in the ring, and Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. And Elias beat him up. And therefore, Elias became the 24-7 champion. But not before the end of the night where Roman Reigns would help him regain the title. Um, so, you know, I know Shane McMahon had made a rule, said that they couldn't get that um, the title, that Elias was going to be in a tag match or something like that. But he couldn't do, um, nobody could bother him until after the match. Nonetheless, the Belt is back on our truth. So that's been, um, you know, that's one of the things that's been interesting. Um, I also saw on SmackDown that we had Bailey defeat Lacey Evans. Here's the thing, right? So I'm getting irritated by the women's division. Lacey Evans, there's enough talent on the roster where... I should say, there, yeah, there's enough talent where you don't have to do the wild card thing. But especially with the women. You know, let Becky and Lacey and, well, Charlotte's on SmackDown. But, yeah, let Becky and Lacey stay on Monday Night Raw. Let Charlotte and Bayley have their feud, if that's where you're going to go. If you're going to put Bayley in a feud with somebody else, let that happen. Why is she facing Lacey Evans? So, you know, that's frustrating. The Iconics still losing. Thought after saying something last week, maybe they might not lose this week, right? Wrong. They're still losing. So, as a wrestling fan, and as a fan of women's wrestling, I'm getting frustrated. Why can't I see Ember Moon having a competitive match with Bayley? Why can't I even see Mandy Rose in a program with Bayley? I know, or Sonya Deville. We got Bayley versus, uh, I mean, we had Mandy Rose defeat Carmella. So maybe now she can move up. Um, we shall see. Uh, next week, we have... Um, Crown Jewel, well, I should say, next week, The Undertaker, and I believe Goldberg are, will be on Raw as we get ready for the Crown Jewel pay-per-view taking place um, June 8th, I believe that's the date, and that will be interesting to see Goldberg and Undertaker. Many say that's a dream match. I'm not going to say it was a dream match of mine. I'm not going to say I didn't want to see it. I'm just saying. Don't know if it's necessarily a dream match. Um, so only time will tell. It's time for the tapped out. Here's our tapped out segment of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, my tapped out this week is the electric chair segment period. I, I know I should give it some time, but one, I don't like the term electric chair. Uh, that's what you associate with people who have done hideous crimes that shall be murdered. Um, I'm not going to tell you where my stand on that, but I just don't like that term. But second of all, I'm really supposed to believe that these are shoot questions and, from the crowd. 
and the questions that they were asking. Now, I said the AEW mentioned earlier, Sami Zayn, after the question, the questions were like, um, are you scared of this? Why are you so angry? You know, simple questions. Like, obviously, they was, you know, I can see if it was from kids, but some of the adults, I'm not stupid. I've been watching Russell long enough. I know that if you put a live microphone in a, somebody who's over 21's hand or over 18's hand, they're going to ask a internet-ready question. Um, but then Sami Zayn would take it upon himself to say, um, you know what? I'm surprised you guys ask dumb questions. I'm surprised nobody's asked me about, you guys could have asked me anything. You could have asked me about AEW. And I'm like, okay, so is that a shot fired or what? Bottom line is, it just makes no sense. It's like, this is crazy. This segment is crazy. It, it's just, I'm going to see who's going to be in there next. Why do we have to have talk shows? Now, I know a lot of people were saying in three hours, we only got like four or five matches. Um, I'm, and of course, the internet wrestling community was ready and hot to complain about Monday Night Raw considering AEW was the night before, uh, two nights before. Now, understand this. You can't compare an AEW pay-per-view to a Monday Night Raw. I can see if you compared it to a pay-per-view to another pay-per-view. Compared the NXT 25 coming up this weekend to AEW. But you cannot compare a pay-per-view to a pay-per-view. It just doesn't work. So, that's what I'm with that. Um, but this segment was just horrible. I don't like it. But, hey, that's just me so um yeah so that's where i'm at with that uh ladies and gentlemen so i'm gonna actually get ready to wrap things up not you know no need to be a real long show it's not like wrestling was super great um oh i did see heavy machinery looking like they're going to be challenging for the tag team championships uh that should be pretty cool uh daniel bryan and Rowan taking on Heavy Machinery. Give Heavy Machinery something to do. You call them up. Let's see what they got to offer. I'm interested to see. I don't need R-Truth holding on to this 24-7 title forever. Then that takes away the fun of it. I would like to see him lose it on social media, though. I would like to see him lose the title coming up this week, maybe like a Wednesday or Thursday. Catch you off guard so we stay hooked to our Twitter and Instagram machines. But... Time will tell. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to wrap it up for this week. Make sure you are following the Wrestling Realm on Instagram at Wrestling Realm with lots of cool images coming. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook fan page. Join the Facebook group. And of course, make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel. Make sure you have subscribed to us on all places you can get your podcast from. Drop a comment on YouTube. Drop a comment on iTunes or Google Podcasts. If you do a Google Podcast, I ain't gonna lie, I don't have a Google phone, so send it in, uh, and I'll definitely give you a shout out. But Stitcher, Spotify, you name it, drop a comment, rate, and subscribe, and comment. Let me know what you think about this show. Shout out to all my loyal listeners. I appreciate you. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day, out of your schedule to listen to the show and to interact with me to let me know your thoughts, especially when you agree or even more when you disagree. It's fun. It all makes for a great conversation. Until the next time, folks, I am Brian H. Waters. So long, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.